0: I don't know if you need forgiveness. Go for it, girl. <laughs> Amen? Wow. Praise the Lord. So good to have you guys here tonight. As you know, one of the heartbeats of our church is people. And uh, it's, not, it's, it's about the Lord, but it's about people. We, wanna, we want the cross experience, our vertical relationship with the Lord, but we want this horizontal relationship with mankind. And in dealing with people, there's a lot of pain, there's a lot of needs. There's a lot of situations and circumstances beyond their control that, if someone who was in a better position could reach out and help them, it wouldn't be a handout, but it would be a hand up. I know, growing up myself in the situation that I grew up in, it was um, it was in a you know it, it was a, the details of it so dictated that had someone else not reached in and helped, I wouldn't even be here. And I believe that that's the heart of God. And I love that about Christian Embassy. You see flags that hang all around that represent nations all around the world that we've reached out and ministered to. And thank God we have orphanages and orphans that we support every month all around the world and all the continents that we're taking care of. Uh, and just being a blessing to them. And as they get older and graduate and go to school and to college and, uh, and are self-sufficient, we take on another one. We don't just stop in that region. We've been able to uh, bless widows all around the world. Thank God for uh, your heart in reaching out and being able to take and help someone that's totally in a helpless situation, just turns their life around. Missionaries all around the world, thanking God for our missionaries in China and Japan, our missionaries in Africa, our missionaries in Europe, our missionaries over in the Middle East. And as we see, uh, even an increasing uh, danger that arises uh, to where we have to stay in a stealth mode, even in our support and how we get it to them, because if they're ever identified, they lose their life, but they're still willing to stand on the front line there and minister the gospel of Jesus Christ. Oh, that if they did not have Christian embassy support, surely God could raise someone else up. But thank God he doesn't have to look for someone else, that we're able to be, be a part of kingdom advancement in that way. And I just thank God for the, the souls that are saved, and the men and women that are discipled, and the children that are ministered to. But as we reach out around the world, we cannot forget our own Jerusalem, our own home as well. And uh, one thing we've definitely wanted to keep in balance is taking care of ministry and missions here in America. And here in Hampton Roads. And I know for 12 plus years that there, uh, we, we took and made a, a, a direct focus in adopting so many ministries here around Hampton Roads and that not literally save, get people saved for eternity, but li- some of them literally save lives and keep them from dying. And uh, one that we like to give representation to um, here tonight is the Crisis Pregnancy Center. And what a tremendous ministry this has been. I know going on 13, maybe 14 years now, uh, we've partnered with uh, Toby as the director there and in all the ministry and the volunteers and the staff, and we've been able to uh, be a, a vital part in getting word out all over Hampton Roads and helping build support for the Crisis Pregnancy Center. And what we like to do is to have representation from all of our missions and our ministries that are able to do that, to come and kind of give you an update and hear the heartbeat straight from the ministry front lines. And we have the privilege of having one Chandra uh, Jarrett here. Is it Chandra? Okay. And uh, I'm going to give you her bio, uh, which I think is quite impressive, and I think you would enjoy hearing it as well. So you'll know a little about her before we uh, give her the mic. So, she is a native of Nashville, Tennessee. Anybody ever been to Nashville, Tennessee? We've surely enjoyed our time there at the Grand Ole Opera Hotel, which is unlike anything that you could ever stay in. When you're in a climate-controlled forest, you're you're in my neck of the woods. That while it's 100 degrees outside, it's 70 degrees inside, but it looks like you're in the outside. I was a happy man. But that's her hometown. She is a graduate of Tennessee State University with a degree in mechanical engineering. Says after 15 years of working as an engineer, she prayed uh, for several years about her God-given purpose. She wanted to get central, God-central. God, what do you have for me? So in June of 97, she left engineering to become a Christian motivational speaker. Yay, Chandra, we're behind you there. In May 2007, the Lord led her to Virginia Beach to grow and heal. Oh, what a healing place this is. Uh, That's what God's called us to here at Christian Embassy as well, to help folks grow and heal. In 2012, she came on staff of the Crisis Pregnancy Center, where she has worked for five and a half years. Now, at the age of 19, she was faced with an unplanned pregnancy with her son, who is now an attorney. Yeah! Come on now. Isn't that awesome? The devil didn't get the end of that. So God has blessed her with the opportunity now to serve women just like her in and through the Word of God and in and through this amazing ministry that has saved countless thousands and thousands and thousands of lives that would have normally been taken away, that wouldn't be the lawyers and the doctors and the teachers and the, and the servants and all that they are today. And uh, this is a tremendous ministry. It's so worthy of our support. I know they've got an upcoming big event. You'll probably speak about that, and we want to support that as well. But if you would, all help me make welcome. Uh, Chandra, she would come
1: now. <laughs> Thank you, Pastor Tim, and thank you, Christian Embassy, and Pastor Rodika. She may have stepped out. Okay. (laughs) But thank you for the opportunity to come tonight and stand before you. I bring you greetings on behalf of Toby and the Crisis Pregnancy Center. He has been traveling quite a bit, and so I have the opportunity of standing before you tonight. And I want to open with a scripture that just kept coming to my heart as I was preparing for tonight, and it's Jeremiah 1-5. Jeremiah 1 5, and I'll read the ESV, and it says, Before I formed you in the womb, I knew you. And before you were born, I consecrated you. I appointed you a prophet to the nations. And as Pastor Tim, as, as Tim was talking tonight, you know, I, I, I had to write a bio because I didn't bring a bio. Uh, I say bios are overrated. I I really want people to know that at 13, I gave my life to Christ, and at 19, I faced an unplanned pregnancy. And if you can imagine, as an engineer, 3.8 GPA, he and I grew up in church together. As a matter of fact, his mother led me to the Lord. And here I was, pregnant and not married. And I knew the law, but I didn't understand grace, And so my mom said, Chandra, two wrongs don't make a right, but I felt like that if I didn't, I wouldn't align with God's word and he wouldn't love me. So between classes, we got married. While he was, you know, he had just interviewed to go to grad school at MIT. And a year and a half later, he had an affair because he was not ready. And the truth is, I was not ready. I had an affair to get revenge. And my second child is the statistic that I'll talk about tonight. For 25 years I suffered, physically ill, no doctor could diagnose it. I was depressed to the point for three months I didn't come out of my room. My mom thought she was gonna have to put me in a mental institution. We could not connect the dots. So when I say that God has brought my life full circle on November 8, 2010, right here in Virginia Beach, God healed me, sitting in a Bible study. And I'm so grateful when two years later he brought me on staff to the Crisis Pregnancy Center. Because there is hope, and I love Pastor Odika's prayer tonight because it is the prayer of faith that saves, it is, it is the prayer of faith that redeems, it is, it is the prayer of faith that heals us. And so I'm so grateful. So I want to talk about it, and and I wanted to talk about it from a perspective so that as you stand here, and and if your story is anything like my story, I did not want you to feel condemned, and I did not want you to feel judged, because we understand the numbers. We are in a crisis in our nation. Abortion is a crisis. And when we begin to look at the numbers of a crisis in our nation, more than 1.1% Preborn born children lose their lives to abortion each year. Two years ago, the statistics was every 26 seconds. Every 26 seconds. And as you see on the screen, for every four children conceived, one is aborted. And in the African-American community, it's a one-to-one ratio. There's no growth. We're in a crisis We're in a crisis. And quickly, I'll just show you numbers. I'll show you numbers of just the impact that has been made in Southampton Roads. And we're so grateful that we have seen over the decade the numbers decrease from 2003 of 9,184 down to 2015, just two years ago, 4,655. Let's give God a praise to see that decrease and to be a part of that in Southampton Roads. I will be honest, five and a half years ago, I had no idea about this. If you would ask me, I would never have thought this would be something I would be a part of. You just heard my story, right? Why would God use me? Isn't that what we say? But yet God wants to use us. And so when we begin to look at it, we are grateful for how God has allowed us to have locations all over Southampton Roads as the crisis pregnancy center. And I want to share a little bit about who we are for those who may not know who we are, give you a few more statistics, tell you what we've got going on, and then I'm going to get out of the way. But first I want to explain the difference between the Crisis Pregnancy Center and the Kime Centers because sometimes in churches that gets confusing. The Crisis Pregnancy Center is our parent organization. That is who we are. But about 15 years ago, we changed the name. We've been around in this area for 33 years. The founder of the organization still comes in and works part-time, Ms. Janet Kine. And so the Crisis Pregnancy Center is our donor side. It's our churches. It's where we do our fundraising, and that's why I'm here. It is we connect with Christian organizations. The Kime Centers, we change the names intentionally because when we began to do the research, we learned that women felt a stigma when they walked into a building that said Crisis Pregnancy Center. And we did not want them to feel ashamed walking into a place when they were facing a crisis. So we changed the name to the Kime Center. And as they were praying about the name, Toby asked Miss Janet, what does her name mean? Because we named it after her last name. Not to blow her up or, you know, to put her on a pedestal, but just really wanting to honor her obedience to the word God had given her. And they learned that the name Kime means life-giving or springing forth in life, it's a German name. So when I talk, I'll talk about the time centers and that's where I spend most of my time going to colleges and universities and health fairs and really trying to get the word out about who we are and the services that we provide. If you can imagine in a generation like today, most of our patients find us by Googling abortion or from a friend and so we pay money to get the Google Analytics and I'll talk about that need and why it's important that we raise money. We do not receive any government funding. We never have in 33 years because we want to share the gospel with every patient, with every client. We share the gospel in the centers. We share the gospels in our parenting class. We share the gospel in every setting and that's important to us because that's a key principle of who we are. If they don't get to gospel, there is no change. And so the gospel is important. And so, so when I talk about the Kyme Center, I wanted to just give you this quick slide so that you would know the difference. So who is the Kyme Center? We're a local nonprofit. We've been in business over 30 years. And what is our purpose? Our purpose is to assist women unprepared for pregnancy. That, that's, that's our ultimate goal. We intentionally target women who are considering abortion. That is who we target. That's who we want to reach. And all of our services are at no cost because of partners like you. We could not do what we do without you. And we need you with that support. We have three medical clinics. We have one in Norfolk, one in Virginia Beach, and our newest in Greenbrier, opened September of 2016. We have two satellite locations, one in Portsmouth, one in Suffolk. And so as you see, we cover all of Southampton Roads. The difference between the medical clinics and the excuse me and the satellite locations, Portsmouth and Suffolk, is in Portsmouth and Suffolk, we do not provide the ultrasound. So Norfolk, Virginia Beach, and Greenbrier, we provide the ultrasound. If a patient comes to us in Portsmouth or Suffolk and she needs an ultrasound, what we do is we refer her to one of our other locations where she can get the ultrasound. Again, it's at no cost. If you understand the laws in Virginia, even if a woman wants to have an abortion, she has to have that ultrasound. It is required. And so part of our marketing strategy is we tell her we will give her that for free if she goes to the other place, I'll just say the other place, she's going to pay a minimum of $250. And many times they don't know that they're afraid. I know, I understand. It is that fear, and for those who are believers, and I'll talk about that a little bit, it is not being able to trust God in a crisis. I'm just going to call it what it is. We believe a lie. It is a lie from the enemy that God won't provide and that we cannot make it through this. And so what we try to do is we try to speak truth into her we, we try to give her a, an opportunity to decompress to let her know that she does not have to make a decision today that she can go home and pray about it we educate her about all of her options so that she knows what will happen if she makes either decision so what are the services here are the services we offer pre-pregnancy tests Pregnancy confirmation by ultrasound, what we're looking for is a viable pregnancy, and and we tell her that. We want to make sure that it is a viable pregnancy. We educate her on abortion, adoption, and parenting, and if you can imagine, many times they have no idea what that process is going to look like at six weeks or eight weeks or 12 weeks, depending on where she is. And when our nurses begin to explain to her the procedure, you can see her face. It's like, whoa, wait a minute but we want her to have truth. We want her to be informed. And so we talk about and we talk about adoption. It's always a consultation with our nurse. We have RNs and then we have a sonographer, and then we will distribute prenatal vitamins. We partner with EVMS, we'll make referrals if there's a health concern. You know, we may have her go to emergency. What we want is the best care for her and her child. And I say that for her and her child. We are concerned about both. The programs that we offer are we have a great expectations class, which is our parenting class. If she chooses to parent, again, this is at no cost to her. We have a nine week prenatal care class that is instruction based, it's video based instruction, and then it's devotion. So every week for nine weeks, she hears the gospel. Every week for nine weeks. And then she can participate in the nine-week infant care class, and it's the same thing. It's video-based instruction, and it's everything from labor and delivery to how to be a good dad. It's an earn while you learn program. She gets baby bucks, and, and, and they can redeem them at our boutique from donations with diapers and wipes and clothes and pack and plays and strollers. And, and many times for six to nine months, I'm telling you what you do for us. I want you to hear very practically how you help us do what we do for them. Many times they do not have to purchase anything for six to nine months simply by participating in these services that are available to them. If they decide they want to put together an adoption plan, we partner with Bethany Christian Services, and Bethany Christian Services will send someone and they will set up an adoption plan with them. Our prayer and our hope is that she will choose life. And, and we want to do everything we can to make that available for her. If a patient comes to us and her test is negative, we have a, a program called Turning Around for Sexual Integrity because our hope is that we won't see her again in that crisis. How's that? And it's all gospel-centered. And so right now we have one young lady, or well two young ladies. Actually, if you've ever seen the discipleship book called The Purple Book, They're going through the purple book. They're learning the foundations of the faith. Where does sin start? What is the Holy Spirit? What does that mean? So that we can, again, equip them and anchor them in Christ. We want to anchor them in Christ. And then the last program that we have is our abortion recovery program, which is, again, another Christ-centered. It's a 12-week Bible study so that she can get the healing she needs or he can get the healing. Right now I have two female groups and one male group going so that they can find freedom at the cross. Because we truly believe if they find freedom at the cross and, and healing in Christ and what he did for us, then they will not be in that place again, not be in that place again. So here's some numbers about the Kime Centers, and these are 2016 numbers. Um, we're still reconciling 2017 numbers, but in 2016, our helpline received 4,353 calls, if you can imagine. 4,000 calls in one year. New patients served 1,640, and I actually do have the number for 2017. It was 1,828 patients in 2017, almost 2,000 women. 1,629 pregnancy tests administered, 610 ultrasounds, 80 commitments to Christ. 80 commitments to Christ, and we know of, and I say we know of, we have been able to follow up with 660 lives spared from abortion in 2016. (laughs) Sometimes they don't follow up, they don't respond, they don't call back, but those we know of, and we are so grateful for that. A couple more statistics, 2016 percentage of total by age, our largest number is college age. 37%, 37%, if you can imagine. I mean, we know. We get away from home. We think we're grown. We all been there. I've been there. Let me talk about me. I've been there. I just told you my story, right? I don't want anybody to know either my scholarship is in jeopardy, sports or academic. There's shame. There's guilt. What's mama going to do? What's daddy going to do? How do I continue with my career, 20 to 24, and then the next highest number is 25 to 29? And it's interesting because what we see in our centers is they each have their own personality. In Virginia Beach, we see more military. In Norfolk, we see more colleges. Green is turned into kind of a mix of all. Portsmouth and Suffolk are more parenting. Most of our patients that come in that area are more likely to carry and have their babies. Another statistic is that by a religion, and, and I love Pastor Tim, I cannot thank you enough, it is to be in a church... It's such a treasure to us because, as he said, we have such influence in the nation. I'm not sure sometimes we understand the power of the Holy Spirit in us as ambassadors for Christ walking the earth and the ability we have to change an atmosphere every time we enter. But it is amazing the number of us that come into our clinic that are Christian. We just heard a story Monday in our staff meeting. A woman drove an hour to get to us because she was too ashamed to share her story in her church. And she did not want anyone to know. And so there was, there was great opportunity for us to be a safe place. My prayer is that we can get, go back a little further than the pregnancy. I, I want to disciple you so that you never get pregnant out of wedlock. Can I just be honest? I'm just saying, you know, you know we, I love where we are, but, but my prayer is that we can get them before they get there and live a godly life and line up with the word of God so they are never in a crisis. And that only comes in relationship. And, and so when you see the number of 62% Christian, we've got work to do. And so we're doing a, a new campaign. We call it a campaign. We're, we're completely redoing our, our parenting class. We're calling it Mission GE, where we're asking churches to bring in a small group of 10 people to actually disciple the parenting class for, nine, for those two week classes and then fold them into their church. Why are we doing that? Because we are seeing patients come back to us again and again and again. And, and what does that mean? That means there's a disconnect, that, that, that they haven't gotten anchored in Christ. They have not gotten saved. They have not experienced that Damascus Road experience where it literally changes their life so that they are radical for Christ and will not do anything that does not align with his word. We've got work to do, and so thank you for doing the work with us. So what are our needs? We have our Walk for Life coming up, and that is one of our biggest fundraisers. I've got cards out on the table. Uh, Robin and I will be out there. Robin is going to be the point person, and you can grab a card. You can set up a little website. Everything is there. You log in, put in your name, fundraiser. Um, Again, with us not receiving government funding, this helps us to be able to reach these women and do that. We have three walks scheduled, one at Virginia Beach at the oceanfront, which is on the 14th, We have one at Western Branch on the 21st, and then on the 28th, as you all know, because you've been around, we'll be at the zoo again. So we want to encourage you to sign up, help us raise money um, so that we can reach these women. We're always in need of advocates. Um, If you have a passion for counseling women and sitting with women and talking with them, we can always use volunteers as advocates. Uh, We have what's called CPC 101. I have a contact card out in the lobby. You can sign up and say, hey, Chandra, I'm interested in being an advocate or even a center receptionist. Maybe you have a few hours a day and you just want to come in and answer the telephone for us uh, while we see patients. You can come in and do that. One of our newer needs is medical professionals, whether CPR instructor, PA, doctor, doctor. We're looking for medical instructors to do some of the instruction for our classes. We bring in special guests like doulas. So if you're a doula, if you do labor and delivery, uh, breastfeeding, we we bring in those. CPR, um, but we would like to have medical professionals, again, to teach those classes. And if you're available, that would be great. That would be wonderful. So that's a little bit about who we are, what we have going on. I want to close with a client video, because I think that our clients can tell you better than I can the impact of the services that we provide. I want to thank you again, and if time allows, I'll answer any questions at the end, but um, now Jason's going to play the video for us. Thank you.
2: When I first had a thought that I might be pregnant, I was nervous because I didn't know what was gonna come with me adding an addition to all that I had going on at the time. When I took the test and I found out that I was pregnant, I went and told my child's father and he suggested that I should get an abortion. I was very scared that he wouldn't be taken care of, that I would fail as a parent if I decided to go through with having a child.
3: I found out that I was pregnant. Um, I didn't really know what to do. My options were limited at that time. Your emotions consume you. And uh, I felt alone. I felt like I didn't really have anybody to, to turn to. I felt like I couldn't support my family as it was to bring another life into this world uh, wasn't fair. My emotions consumed me and um, I decided to abort the pregnancy.
2: The lady that was performing the ultrasound, she said, your baby has a heart, a strong heartbeat. And I began to cry because there was a life inside of me, growing inside of
3: me. I googled where to get an abortion, and the Kime Center came up first and foremost. That was God's grace that I clicked on that link. They took me back, they talked to me for a little bit, and um, they offered a free ultrasound. And lo and behold, during that ultrasound, I found out not only was I um, pregnant with one, I was having twins. And um, the despair that comes over you <laughs> when you when you I'm sorry when you hear that um, it's not just one um, child's life that I was going to change if I continued on with that abortion.
2: When I stepped my foot into the camp center, I was lost. My whole life was lost. And I started to believe that there wasn't a God, if there was a God, he wouldn't put me through the things that I was going through at this very moment. I didn't expect that I would regain my faith and that my faith would be stronger than ever going through devotion every week with the camp center. They they helped me find myself when I was lost. They helped me help remind me that God is still real and that he's here and that he lives in me and that no matter how wrong I felt like I was for having a baby and that I wasn't married. God still loves me and that He cared for me and that He had given me this child for a reason and I was here to protect it.
3: I was truly blessed to have all of those supporters and Kime Center and CPC to hold my hand and to be behind me and to assure me that I'm doing the right thing. These babies are my world, and to know that I could have missed out on that. If I had trusted myself, if I have trusted my judgment, I would have made a life-altering mistake. And I owe everything to the Kime Center, and to their supporters, and to CPC. Because I know there's other people out there that are struggling, and they're lost, and they are unsure of what to do. But there are options, and God led me to the time Center. Without them, I don't know where I would be right now. I can't imagine my life without
2: my son. I cannot imagine my life without him. I wake up in the middle of the night at times, and I look at him, and I'd be like, you're my You're so perfect, and you belong to me. And I thank God that he allowed my mind to change, that he allowed people to step in and show up for me when I needed them to because had I not, I would not know my son. I can't help but to, to cry when I think about, I almost did not know you. I almost didn't know you at all, but you're mine and you belong to me and I'm here and I'm going to embrace everything that comes with you and we're going to get through this.
0: anyone have any questions that you would like to ask uh, Chandra as she, she's here to answer them? Just so raise your hand if you have any questions. I can see you through the lights. You must have done a tremendous job. Wow. You are quite the educator. Oh, we got a hand. Oh, I got to take that back.
3: <laughs>
1: Great question. Our greatest need is in our parenting classes, which meet in the evenings. And because 25% of the fathers come, and we need godly men to just model for them, to speak into their life, to have conversation with them. Many times it's hard for them to connect because they feel like they're there because the mom is there. Um, But to have a man there, it, it changes everything. And that's the greatest need. Other needs are things like repair buildings, things like that. But with your counseling background, just to be there for him, to be a brother in Christ, to show him what does, that, what does a godly marriage look like? We've had couples come to GE, which is our parenting class, and after going through some of the classes, she talked about the devotions, they go and get married. But then they don't know what to do now. I mean, it's like, what do they do next? But that's the greatest need for us. Great question. How that would play out? Great, great question. So with Mission GE, what would happen is we would let's say um, our new mission GE manager on staff, his name is Ken Shomo. He would meet with Pastor Tim because we want to make sure the pastor is in alignment with the vision. Then we would come and we would share with the congregation. Ken would come or Pastor Tim would share with the congregation that the vision is to have a small missions team. And so what, basically what we would do is we would come and we recruit, we would recruit 10 to 12 people from Christian embassy. We like to have a mix of couples. Again, just as you've asked, we want husband and wives to serve together so that they can see husbands and wives who love each other, who love the Lord, serve together. And then that team we would train And basically what we would train them, train you on, is what is Mission GE? What is the purpose of Mission GE? We would explain that it's at least a one-year commitment, um, that each week you're going to have a feast together. You're going to come together as a team, and you're going to meet, and you're going to break bread together. You're going to discuss the word together. And after a few weeks, you're going to begin to invite the patients to come with their families to this home. And they're going to become a part of this feast. And, and you're just going to begin to do life with them when they have their babies. Instead of us having them pick up their layettes from the clinic, we would ask you to deliver them at the hospital. So basically, you would just begin to disciple them, to love on them, to be community for them. Because what we've learned over the years is that we had many people giving their life to Christ. But Toby said, we're not stewarding this well. We, we need to be able to follow them. We need to make sure they're in the body of Christ, that they're folded in. And so that's what the process would be. So we started in Greenbrier last year. They did our first, in, first mission GE class. And then Redemption Church did the second one. So from January to June. And then Redemption did June to December. This year, um, Great Bridge Baptist is doing January to June. And then Redemption is going to come back in due June to December. We're launching in Virginia Beach in June, so we're expanding from Greenbrier to the next location. Cornerstone is doing that. So if you all were interested, Pastor Tim, you would just let us know, and we would put you in the rotation for 2018, and we would talk through what that would look like. And once you begin to connect with them, it, it's however the Lord leads you to do that. It, is, it really is. We say we're a harvest, as you can see. If, we, if we're talking to 18, 1,800 women, we're a harvest. Every city has a parenting class. And right now, we're averaging 50 patients. So if we see a quarter of them, if, if a quarter of them are dads, about half of them are support persons, so about 75 people every week are coming to our parenting classes. We're a harvest, and we need help. So we want to bring the church in. We have, uh, we, we don't, uh, we have organizations that we partner with in different areas, but I could let you know who is closest to that area. Yes, I could definitely do that. The calling center, call center is in our Greenbrier location. So in in Chesapeake, right off of Battlefields where we are near Lowe's and Sonic. Uh, That's our newest location, and in that clinic, we have our call center. All of our calls come into that call center. So if you wanted to be a part of that, you'd come right to that location. And I'll be at the table afterwards if you have any questions. So I'll be around for a while. Uh, I, I just wanted to be within my time frame. I try to honor the time I'm given.
0: <laughs> Come on, let's give her a big hand. Thank you, Chandra. Thank you so much for that. Uh, as, as you were sharing these numbers, I, was, I always look at the impact, and are we making a big enough impact, and thanking God when there's ground that is gained. And uh, the numbers back when we really amped up our support and partnership with the Crisis Pregnancy Center, I was looking, it's kind of like when the graph began, and there's been a drop like 4,500 a year in uh, prevented abortions since then. So I'm thinking 4,500, that's three World Trade Centers. 3,000 went down in the two World Trade Centers that literally shook our nation and shook the world. And here we're still, even though we've stopped six World Trade Centers going down a year, there's still three. And this is just in Hampton Roads, not in the United States, just here in Hampton Roads. So what we have been doing, thank God, thank God, has saved that many lives per year in what Crisis Pregnancy Center is doing, but we still have work to do. And... I say let Christian Embassy, let us as a family of worshipers and believers here, let us amp it up. If we being a part of what they are doing and partnering has helped bring those numbers down that drastically, what if all the churches in Hampton Road were to amp it up and help even more? I I do believe we could bring those numbers down so low. I I love the Scripture in Psalms 139, and I think verse 14 was up here on the video, but I was drawn to verse 13 where it says, For you formed my inward parts. God, you formed my inward parts. And then he says, You covered me in my mother's womb. God, you covered me. Now, we know that God has chosen to use His body, called the body of Christ, a church, in this day and age. We are in the church age. So we are His hands and we are His feet. We are literally called the body of the anointing, the body of Christ, the church, the Christos, that Jesus is building that the gates of hell shall not prevail against, right? So if the Scripture says, you, God, covered me while I was in my mother's womb, there are babies right now in their mother's womb that need a covering from God, and God uses this earthly body of the church, so we have a part to play in this, that we literally become the hands of God, the provision of God, and the way of God that saves these lives, that fulfills this Scripture, that while they are in their mother's womb, they were safe, they were covered, they were cared for, and they were given a full term and given life. So what we're doing is, what we have been doing is great, what the Crisis Pregnancy Center has been doing is amazing, but we still have work to do. There are still three World Trade Centers going down every year here in Hampton Roads. An innocent lie is being lost. And the ripple effect is literally going on years and years, decades and decades, of destruction physically, mentally, spiritually from those who were involved in it there's a fallout. And I love what Chandra said, let's get into prevention. Let's do everything we can to keep this from happening. And thank you for what you have done, but I want to thank you for standing with me in this church as we we commit to do even more. Amen. Can we become a part of that uh, rotation as well? And can we take what we learn here at Christian Embassy and the word that we've built upon and put it into practice and, and us have a team and us have a, a group that can minister to these uh, young people and even those that are going into marriage and help disciple them. I'm telling you, there's no greater joy than when you're giving back. There's just no greater joy than when you're giving back. Do you think we can do that? Do you think we could uh our financial support and our support for Walt for Life and our support for the different things throughout the year, that we can we can do more. Amen. Amen. For everybody who's in agreement is that we can do more, let it be heard by saying amen. amen. I thought I thought that's the nods I'm seeing out there, but I needed to hear it so others can hear it as well. They couldn't see your nods. You know, Judge Judy would say, Speak up. And uh I was uh in called for jury duty now for a month and i've been going in and and uh, i've actually got to sit in some court and they said the court reporter is recording this and the court reporter can't record nods. so the judge says you need to speak up and uh, let your answer be heard so uh so again for everybody says we can do more and we'll do it in the name of the lord that he be glorified let it be known by saying amen amen and amen. Well, you may want to give. I know someone's already been writing checks here tonight, and uh, so if we got some ushers, uh, any ushers still with us, we'll, we'll give you an opportunity. We'll have an offering that'll uh, kick this off into the double. Let's call it the double. We're going to amp up our giving and make it the double. So we're going to go ahead and give you an opportunity. Let's kick that off even this night as we go forward, and we will have more information to share with the whole congregations that come together on Sunday morning, and would not it great seeing this place filled out to both services Sunday morning, and then you guys crossing paths between the services and looking for parking places. That's such a good problem to have. I just love it. Some of you didn't want to leave because you were eating all those goodies that were out there, and how about that photo photo station? Wasn't that so neat? That was amazing. That was great as well and uh, just a great time. So we got our ushers. Okay, let's pray. Father, in the name of Jesus, Lord God, we're given tonight for the advancement of your kingdom and the saving not only of spiritual souls, but physical souls as well, Lord God. We don't want to see not one person uh, come through the devastation of an abortion, Lord God. That is so horrific. It is so horrible. And it just tears the heart out of all that are involved. So Lord God, let us be a part of preventing and let us be a part of supporting this great ministry. Toby and all that they do there and this time and all that they, uh, the vision that they have is amazing. And we want to come alongside it continually, Lord God. And so Lord, as we give tonight, we give for the advancement of your kingdom in and through this particular ministry as we give in Jesus name. Amen. Amen. And someone had asked, you know, do I need to make the check out to who? You can, like I say, you make it out to Christian Embassy or CEIC. This whole offering will be going to CPC. Or if you want it to go to CPC directly, you can do that. They are 501 c exempt as well, so you'd get your tax deduction from them. Uh, but it could be simpler. Just go through the church, and you'll get it all in your giving statement at the end of the year. Uh, we don't have a musician playing, and I'm not going to do a dance for you. So maybe I'll talk just another second or two, and then we will, we will wrap this up. We, again, appreciate you, uh, Sister Chandra, for coming. We thank you five and a half years, your commitment to this ministry, and we pray many, many more as God would continue to use you and what you're doing and saving lives and bringing hope and healing and, and just uh, total uh, restoration in lives all around And we thank all of you for coming out tonight and being a part of what God has called us to do here at Christian Embassy. We love preaching. We love singing. We love dancing. We love getting it on. But you know what? We love hearing about some of the ministries or all the ministries that we can uh, of some of the hard work that's being done on the front lines all around. And uh, we need to hear that so that we can continue to pray, be intercessors, and hear for those locally like the Crisis Pregnancy Center. We can roll up our sleeves and we can participate. So uh, Sister Chandra's going to be outside uh, in the foyer. Uh, If you'd like to know more about Uh, the walk for life or support or uh, helping out and volunteering please stop by and see her and I'm sure she can give you all the information needed to get you on the right road uh, for that if you would just stand with me please Lord as we stand together we thank you we thank you for the ability to stand. We thank you, Lord, for the strength that you have given us. We thank you, Lord God, for your Holy Spirit. Hallelujah. And Lord Holy Spirit, we just pray as you fill us and uh, and revive us, Lord God, that we could take that revival fire outside of this house. We can let others know about your goodness and your mercy and your love and your forgiveness. And Lord God, that we can also share about your power and your healing virtue, Lord God, and the ability to turn it around. Lord, we thank you for your goodness and mercy shall follow us. Us all the days of our life and we will dwell in the house of the Lord forever for it is in Jesus name we pray and everybody said amen, amen. come on put your hands together go ahead and hug somebody give somebody a high five bless one another as we go